Hi, happy Monday. Happy Monday. The first, well, technically the second day of the week, but in America. Do you consider the first day of the week? The first day of the week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too, because Sunday is definitely the last day of the week. It's never been the first day in my mind. No, but the calendar day starts on Sunday. And I get it. Like, I see what they were doing, having like a fun day, top of the week, fun day, end of the week. But that's not how people, that's I not want your them brain back to back. Yeah. Well, I guess it well, technically would be either they are. way because it's a loop. Right. You, you but knew I what wrap I meant by up, that. No, yeah. I'm like, I, you wrap up your week with Sunday. Yes. Like Sunday's the wrap up. It's not the start. I don't know. No. Do any of you guys start your week with Sunday? I feel like so many people do that Sunday reset mentality, like yeah, cleaning your room. Like, no, that's a Monday you can, activity for you me. Can, can, like, you can argue that that's still end of the week activities in itself. Right, right. But I feel at least like if you see a Sunday reset TikToks, it's like getting ready for the week. Right. It's like that mentality. I'm like, no, you're not. It's the last day of the week. Huh. So I just made Alex and I dinner. Oh, I'm Alex. Oh, yeah. that's This one's Alex. <laughs> this one's Kristen. This is Link over here. It is her booty. I made just, ugh, I crave this like once in a blue moon, just an OG mm. grilled cheese really and tomato good. soup. Oh my gosh, the tomato soup was eh. Yeah, the tomato, the, like the meal as a whole hit the spot. For sure. But the tomato soup was a little, it was rouse. It's a little too marinara for me. And you'd think rouse would deliver is the thing. Like their pasta sauce hits. Right. Or they're just too much in pasta sauce headspace. Then don't. Don't try and branch out. Yeah. Like I'm, I, so I went to the store last week and I got Carbone's pasta sauce. Oh, did you try it? No, I'm going to probably at some point this week. I think that'll be great. I'm so excited to try it. I've actually never had, I've never been to Carbone, so I don't know what to compare it to, Okay, but I've heard great things. So I'm like, and I'm a good judge of pasta sauce. So God, you would love Carbone. I'm sure. Let's go. It's hard to get a reservation. This location, it's like booked out for like weeks. Booked and busy. Well, maybe we could do like a walk up. I feel like that's or a walk, a walk, walk in and walk like in. I'll sit at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a bar. Oh. So yeah, just made dinner. And other than that, all day today, we have just been sitting on the couch today like usual. It felt like Sunday. It did feel like a Sunday. And I'm really happy that it's not because then tomorrow's Sunday and it's like we, we get two Sundays pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> we get to do it again. We get to do it all over again. <laughs> We've been, well, we actually only started it maybe 72 hours ago and yeah. finished a whole season. All 10 episodes. Yeah. We started Yellow Jackets on Showtime. It is so crazy. It's, it's so crazy. It starts one, did you notice like it starts one way and then like the beginning of the season and the end of the season is so out of pocket and like not a, at all what I expected it to turn into. I, I didn't even know, like, you know how you typecast shows in general? Yeah. Like, I did not think it would be this type of show. Not at all. I compare my emotional roller coaster the same as when I watched Barbarian. Yes. That's what this whole season was. Yeah. It's like, it, it's good either way, no matter yeah, the beginning I, and the end. I suggest you watch it. For sure. It's just one of those, what the fuck shows? Like, you, everything that happens, you're like, is this... It, it makes you think several times, are they dreaming? Is this right. real? Is like, this all just like a made up story? It, it's like, so crazy. Okay, so not to give away too many details, yeah. but um, it's set in two time periods. They right. like, they jump back to the past and like these teenage girls' story, um, they crash, they get in a plane crash. They are stuck on, or not on an island, but they're stuck in the middle of nowhere. 
They survive, survive out there for 19 months and it is now 2021 and they're recounting their story back in the 90s when this all happened. Um, I will say the actresses are all really, um, all of the actresses are casted well mm-hmm. in both timelines because they like, they look a lot like each other and you could really see the resemblance and like how they talk, their mannerisms. Um, I feel like you have to be successful at that to have yeah. a show like this and yeah. to be able to jump timelines like that and for it to like hit emotionally too. I feel like you're really looking at the same person. Right. Both scenes when it's like, if you were there on set, you just see like these two people, like two different people, two different people. But yeah, I, it's so important that they get that right because I feel like right. I've watched movies where I'm like, that's I supposed have to, to be, be them. Right. And I'm like, wait, is that supposed to be a new character? Like you should never have to question. Right. There was one character where I'm kind of eh about, but towards the end of the season, I th- just think the actors together embodied the same personality. And that's like ultimately all you like need to do when you're playing the same person. Right. It was so good. It reminds me of, um, I know you haven't watched this, but I've told you a little bit about it. Orphan Black. Oh, right. It's this same actress is playing like, I think it's like seven different characters. But oh. It's, but like, uh, I don't want to give away too much. Oh, Orphan Black is one of my favorite fucking shows. I don't even know. I think you have to get on Amazon, right? When, when we were trying to watch it, you have to like buy each episode. Yeah, because I think I've tried to watch it before. It's but hard it's like to too find. too much of a hassle. I'll never. It's that's so one thing I'll never it. do is pay per episode for a show. Hell no. No way. Um, Why do like streaming services think people will do that? Unless someone I know is in it and I'm like supporting them. Sure but I don't know any actors. So no. I don't know why I threw that out there. Like, no, it's just not I will never happen. pay one ninety nine per episode. No, not even for like a 10 episode season, which is only 20 bucks. Right. Nope. No way. Put it on a streaming service. Unless it was something I'm really into. And then they now start charging. You got me. I'll probably watch it. it. That too. But like, I won't, not on my laptop. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like I always say like, yeah, I'll do that. Or like Leanna even suggested that we watched Love Island on, on like a, this kind of VPN. Is that what it's called? A VPN. VPN, like a, some whatever. And I was like, great, but I'm not doing it on my computer. Yeah. she She's like, I have to watch through hella ads and stuff, but um, she gets to watch with the UK people. So it's she's special. like fully up to date. No, that's lucky for sure. I think I just still have that early 2000s mindset of like, I'm going to get a virus. Yeah. No, like I can't download <laughs> on a Mac on too. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I'm just like, it's that, it's just like that mentality, like LimeWire mentality. Yes. Oh, LimeWire. Yeah. But it was so risky and I would get in so much trouble and like Phil would be like, why is the computer moving slow? I used to think like people would come knocking on my door because Me I just too. downloaded a song. Me too. I did too. I fully was like, I'm really going down the wrong path. Yeah. Like I remember thinking like I'm a bad person. Yes. Yeah. But I wasn't going to buy it. I'm a it. criminal. I'm a criminal and I'm never going to go to college. <laughs> Look at me now. now. (laughs) Should we talk a little bit about our college experience? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sum it up in three words. Unconventional. Stressful. Oh, God. Red Bull. (laughs) Were you a Red Bull drinker during Venom? Every day. Are you serious? Every day, sugar-free Red Bull. Wow. I know. I know. It's probably why I have gut issues now. I was just, like, fueling up on cocaine and whiskey i wish i had a good girl to kiss me sorry i had to um filling up on starbucks and what was your starbucks drink though oh you remember i know but (laughs) i don't want you to say it (laughs) 
Because, like, were you Kevin? <laughs> no, I was just sugar high. You were, like, a little kid. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> coloring. Like. It was a Trenta black iced tea with well, listen. seven pumps of classic. Jeez Louise. I, by default, I think. That's, that's um like, dose and a half. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it's, it's usually. Like four or five? Maybe Trenti's four. I'm not sure. So almost double. It got me through the day. It was, oh, my God. It was my favorite thing. You know what? I think I want to get one tomorrow morning. It's it, probably it's refreshing. So, oh it my is. God. Yeah. That's why I feel like when we run like a McDonald's sweet tea, <sighs> we do it like once every two years and we're like, let's yeah. go get it. And it's just, but it doesn't hit the same. I just rolled my R's, but it doesn't hit the same, um, not in the styrofoam because they don't do styrofoam anymore. Right. That's how I feel about Jamba Juice. I was literally going to say that right after. Yeah. Me too. And Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A used to have styrofoam cups too. See, I wasn't a big Chick-fil-A f- person back then. I didn't have Chick-fil-A until like we lived in LA. I ha- I had only had it right before I moved to LA because mm. Leanna was all about it. I think like Brie got her on it because Brie, Brie was living Brie's? in Oregon. Yeah. And she was like telling her, oh my God, you have to try it. And then I had a spicy chicken deluxe. That's the one and only time I ever had it. So mid. Oh, that's my order. I'm a nugget girl. Yeah. Nugget but you like fry. grilled nuggets. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I just, they make me feel better. That's your order. Sorry. It's, it is my order, but like, I don't want it. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt my stomach as bad as because the breading and shit, but Ooh, trust me. McDonald's chicken nuggets, how they're I like separated years. from the skin. No, like you can like <laughs> look through it. Like it's like another world in there. Yeah. It's like, you know, the parachute game when you were growing up, yeah. it's like the breading does that on top of the chicken. Oh my god, I can't wait to try it in um and London. I was going to say I was watching somebody go to McDonald's in Paris and the chicken nuggets are like they bit it and they were like this is like chicken. Actual chicken. So I'm excited to feel the difference cuz yum. They're so like spongy here. Yeah. That's I could fuck up a McChicken though. No. no. Bad. Uh, you know what we sit here and do is we dream about fast food. mm mm-hmm. Mhm like mcdonald's talk about and we're always like "Ooh, you want to get it you want to get it and we never do and it we're like no <laughs> i don't we know do we, the other day the, i think it was last weekend we were so close to getting taco bell for about a 48 hour period yeah i thought we were about to do it where were we out somewhere and we were like let's get on the way home yes yeah we that went was to one yeah but the, it was remember we like then we looked on postmates and we're like Ugh, i don't want to postmate yeah like it was like so many we just like I, find the easiest reason not to of course but i just i was craving it so fucking bad what's your taco bell order um it depends on how hungry i am you're so hungry or how and drunk. you're drunk okay you're hungry oh. you're drunk and it's 245 in North hollywood yeah okay a crunch wrap supreme no tomatoes a chalupa cheesy fiesta potatoes maybe two if i'm feeling crazy or if i'm like okay my favorite thing to do is if i'm with someone who i haven't ever ordered taco bell with and who because cheesy fiesta potatoes like are a lot of people don't know it a lot of people don't know what yep. cheesy fiesta potatoes are and they used to come with green onions and i'm really sad that chives they don't. chives yeah but if i'm with someone who's never had them i like get them on them and a few people have like reached out and said that they still order them. Yeah, it's really appreciated. <laughs> no, for real. Um, so I'll get like one or two cheesy fiesta potatoes, and then um, I like the cheesy or BCRs are t- good too. Oh bean, yeah, bean and cheese burritos. Oh yeah, and then the cheesy roll ups are good. The cheesy roll ups are okay. I know they are so raved about, and I had so one, bad. and I was like, really? They're underwhelming. They're, they're not so gross. Good. They're underwhelming. Dip them in hot sauce, and then it's. I mean. 
it's it, all the same everything taste. from taco bell is underwhelming and all the same taste no, it's just I like it does the job it does the job i do a, a black bean and cheese burrito with extra onion and the onions are actually dehydrated and then they put them in water all day yeah. <laughs> which i learned and i still get extra onions and then i do uh, just like a side of nachos just like the chips and then the cheese that's in the little little cup and cinnamon twists yeah you know Ugh. what i devoured like three bags of cinnamon twists the first time i got high so i don't like ordering them now just because they remind me of being high and i don't like being high you, you ruined it for yourself yeah i get that i do that with a lot of food where like i get so obsessed with it and then i eat too much of it and then now i'm like this now altered the taste yeah it's like when you chase with like a good drink that you normally drink oh my god that's how i feel about ruin the drink lime bubblies yep cannot drink them because they're always all of quarantine that's what we used as mixers we drank a lot during quarantine we drank a lot we drank a lot and we did a lot of shrooms yeah we did what else were we supposed to do i mean i think we were all going through a little something a little something we were just bored and stressed and scared we would just find any reason to like get hammered in the house blast music do like, like random around. photo shoots and yeah like- we were doing so many photo shoots <laughs> for why and just run around run around barefoot yeah really, and, and in our courtyard yeah run to the liquor store quarantine was a very kitty time for us it had a very similar feeling to like summer as a kid Parents aren't home. Parents aren't home running and getting literally a popsicle at 7-Eleven barefoot in a, ba- in a bathing suit. Yeah. Like, like we, like we did like a $20 times. bill that we like pulled out of our drawer. Like it was so yep. nostalgic in some fucked up way because everything else going on. But it was also like the hardest time and like the scariest time. And right. I don't know. It was so weird. It was I, think so, about I it feel like lot. we just like entered a weird time lapse and then yeah. came out of it enough of pandemic talk yeah though. sorry about that sorry to bring that up Jeez. yeah i feel like we the room. we finally 2023 we've gotten out of the like task of talking about like well during covid and like you know yeah i feel like for a minute it was like socially all, i mean i was just gonna say like if you like met somebody at a bar like you were yep. catching up with a homie you hadn't seen in a few years like you were like what was your 2020 like yep oh god it was crazy like it's it was the same conversation i feel like now people just are like i don't care yeah i'm not bringing we're past it, up. it was three years ago it's not even the relevancy cause oh my god this weekend oh yeah march 16th yeah it closed march 16th that's weird. that's fucking crazy but yeah like three years in my head really isn't that long i don't feel like it was that long ago it's more so the exhaustion around speaking about For it sure. and like but i mean it's still here ending on that note <laughs> sorry that we downer over here uh last night i was on my way to my friend's surprise birthday party and i was on the train and on the subway there's usually just like a cop on duty who's just like kind of standing around keeping an eye on things and there were the train that I got on there were three cops and they were standing there and um I went to go sit down after a couple stops when someone had got up from a seat I went to go sit down and I sat next to this girl and I noticed she was looking up at the cop 
and I look kind of like peek over. First of all, I'm a nosy bitch. If someone's like having a conversation, I am definitely Especially eavesdropping. with a cop. Right. I'm eavesdropping. And like across me, like he was on my right. The cops were on my right hand side yeah. and she was on my left. So she's yeah. like speaking over me and she's like, or the cops looked at her and was, or one of them was like Brooklyn. And she was like, no, like Upper East Side. And um, he was like, he was like, where, which stop are you getting off on? And she was like, bleaker. And he like looked at the two other cops and was like, he was like, um, so should we get off on bleaker? We, we should get off on bleaker, huh? And I'm like sitting here thinking like, do they know each other? Are they like fully flirting? It doesn't then, seem like a know you know each no. other Because he asked like, where, where are you going? Yeah. yeah. And like, where do you live? Was how I took that first question. Yeah. And a couple stops before she was supposed to get up before bleaker, she got up and was like walked over to the cop and like was having a full conversation. I didn't catch like the first bit of it, but they were talking, she was talking about like some restaurant she goes to a lot, like fully flirting with this cop. And like he initiated it. He's in uniform too. Think about that. And then I like started, cause that would never happen in the Bay. I don't think like not so openly. And it made me think like, is that a thing out here? Like, is that, is it not like frowned upon for cops to because there's so many of them maybe right was he just like he was probably in his 30s and she was so she yeah it was just so i was like kind of baffled yeah no that's a little shocking especially in uniform that's kind of what's getting me is like yeah it'd be different if he was even like coming home from the station like right and the two cop homies who were just like standing there like oh our, our guy does this probably a lot right. like they weren't like dude no way like right. they were probably like here we go there goes jeff right you should have got his badge number and turned him in and his last name yeah should have been like why aren't you flirting with me hey boys <laughs> i'm gonna get off on bleaker with you <laughs> could you imagine i follow him up actually i was so invested in this whole happening that i missed my stop <laughs> Oh my god, damn. They were probably like, yeah. did you guys see that girl that was like hella eavesdropping on us? You were probably like looking back and forth. Like. No, I was looking down at my phone, but I made sure like my ears were perked up. You just untucked your I just hair from like, like your it, it. I had to know. Yeah, no, I would have. I had to know I what. At any opportunity. Any opportunity. I need to know everything going on around me. Mm-hmm. I want to know all the drama. I want to try and figure out everybody's life around me. Yeah, why are you here? Who are you with? What is your guys' relationship like? No, uh, what about the guy with the headset that was on the subway? Remember? Yes. Okay, so there's a guy <laughs> with a headset. Like a full, like... Like a head. 2004, like, um, earpiece, Bluetooth, Bluetooth earpiece headset. And But then it was like 2004, which usually you just tuck in your ear, but he had an extension that went it over like his head. Around. Like he almost left the thing on that you have on at your desk when you're taking calls. Right. It kind of looks like that. And he, he was just like 20 feet from us. Huh. And we got off the train and we're like, I noticed like five minutes later, like we've been mm-hmm. like walking for a minute and he's. All of a sudden, like right in front of us, his back's to us. So, like he's walking in front of us. We're going the same direction. And I saw the logo on his backpack and I was like, let's look up where he works. <laughs> and it was like, so we're not going to say like the company, but it was some no. like uh, crazy, like medical technical thing. No, like, I remember it was uh, invest in, an investig- uh, detective 
Yeah, forensics. For, that was the word. It was, it was some f- forensics, but it was like medical forensics. It was forensics, forensics technology, and it was it was it wasn't medical. It was the the front page said stuff about like um getting through people's firewalls, right? And like hacking, right? Like, oh my god, this guy's literally like cr- like working he's for doing the crazy FBI. shit. And then I start thinking about his life, like. But then I started to think like, he didn't really look like he had it in him. So, so I was like, he probably just like stole his older brother's backpack. Yeah, that, that was that was plan B of what we were thinking. So either it was he's like this really cool agent, or he just like loves his older brother and it was like hand me down. I love the voice. That you- <laughs> I don't think I like older brother. Like no, it's, no, it's an older, older brother. <laughs> That's how he says it. Yeah. Oh, oh it's my favorite thing to do giving people like full personalities and like names and stuff yeah full dynamics Alex and I do it all the time like when we're at restaurants or bars like we're like what are they is that about? a first date all right and we'll, oh, I we'll love listen listening into first dates we stay sitting next to first dates too it happens yeah. quite a bit we're always like I think you see their body language like <laughs> yeah remember that one at that mes- Mexican restaurant and he was like where have you been I've been missing you oh yeah <laughs> it wasn't a first date but it was probably like a like a third I got like third or fourth date vibes and she was like I've just been busy <laughs> <laughs> and then he was ordering the margarita flights and he orders his three flavors and then he looks at her and she's just like arms crossed like looking at him and he's ordering the three flavors for her but he's going he looks at her strawberry and she just like nods her head and then he looks at the waitress we'll do one strawberry looks down at her mango she nods her head and he's like we'll do one mango like it was like a figure triangle. It out. Right. order for yourself order for yourself maybe they were fighting yeah maybe but like on something a fourth happened. date like it you wasn't it, it, it was <laughs> right no in my scenario it is That's so there's, not them. there's just no shot if they were in a full-blown relationship no not the not the conversation that i heard before no. But maybe like they were just dating and it was like they were like already having issues. Ugh, run, girl. Run. Exactly. Get out. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe like there's something really special about him. and Yeah. You know? He knows how to order a good ma- margarita. Right. And like. He knows when Mamacita needs a margarita. She's just having a bad day and he like he knows her well enough. Help her push through. Right. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I can literally start crying. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc, and I just want to say that this is your sign that if you're worried about something going on with your body medically, to stop researching, stop looking it up by yourself, stop trying to be your own doctor, stop texting texting your friends about it, sending pictures of the rash you have on your back, (laughs) get it checked out by a professional and and ZocDoc is an incredible resource to help you find a person. And ZocDoc is an incredible resource to help you find a professional that you feel you can trust. There's thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc that are there to listen like they're a friend, but they'll give you actual medical advice that you need. I love ZocDoc. It's so nice to be able to see pictures mm-hmm. of the doctors. I didn't know that was something I needed until I started using ZocDoc. It's 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 kind of like, like a dating. Yeah, it's like, like a level of comfort. You want to know 
who you're walking into this very vulnerable right. space with. Yep. In addition to having a profile with their picture and a little bit more about their practice, there's also reviews from other real people. So you can see stories and see if you have a similar situation and if that person is a good fit for your medical needs. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more scouring the internet or playing roulette, just trying to find some that fits in with your schedule and you can also book directly through the app which is amazing so you don't have to call I love anything I could just do on my phone right and you have this little like task checklist on the app where it'll tell you when you're due for your next checkup when you're due for your next dentist appointment it just keeps track of like the timeline of everything so you really don't have to think about anything so if you guys want to check them out go to zocdoc.com slash advice and download the zocdoc app for free Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash advice. ZocDoc dot com slash advice. Thanks, ZocDoc. Okay, what are you wearing and song of the day? I'm wearing a tan sweatsuit from Teddy Fresh. I just got it in the mail. This is like the biggest honor I've ever had of being on a PR list. Mm. I get so excited every time I see a box so thank you Teddy Fresh for sending me this they send so they sent their whole or not their whole but like a few pieces from their newest collection it's the coolest shit please go check it out but what is this tan sweatsuit little Teddy Fresh tag and then my socks are also Teddy Fresh they came in blue green and pink like these pastel colors feel them too they're like vintage almost yeah you know what I mean thick and then have a little bear on the side and then my beanie is from Liquid Death. Mm. I've had this for years. I've had this since the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I remember I wore it like every day. Yeah. I think we're in summer and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, weird. <laughs> it's a weird time. Well, I feel like LA, there was never really like winter fashion. So you just kind of have to like mix it all in with each other. You have to like force it and then sweat. Right. Well, not recently. It's no. cold and raining and snowing in california that's crazy i don't know unheard of and then we're not getting it here it's fucking weird everything's weird right now what are you wearing um i'm wearing this new hoodie that i got oh never mind i don't have a torso oh i th- sorry you looked at the camera i thought it stopped recording what oh. <laughs> is this floating head <laughs> thank you you're welcome um this ca- camo hoodie uh, i saw it on i think uh, it, like an ad on tiktok or something um dairy boy and it's, it looks white because of our pink light, but it's like a light pink um, little screen print of Dairy Boy. It says Dairy Boy on the back. It's really cute. And it's just like a big, I don't have camo or anything. And I was like, I feel like I like camo, so I'm going to get it. It's a good camo too. It's like a hunting camo. Yes. It's not like, it's not like, like Princess Polly camo. Right. Or like, <laughs> it's not like army camo. Right. You know, the spot, like G.I. Joe. It's not like that. Yes. It's like duck hunting. Yeah. It's a, uh, the brand is... Page Lorenz? Lorenz? Starts with an L. Lorenzo. I don't know. I like almost wanted to say Lorenzo. Should I look it up? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Paige Lorenz's brand, which I did not know. I just thought I just like the hoodie. And a dairy boy is a good name. It's it's an incredible brand name. Yeah. The branding is like really, really good too. Did the packaging was it good the way it was sent? Um, it was just like in a like uh, it was wrapped in a pink Okay. Like tissue paper wrap that's nice i was uh, totally like you know like other merch where you're just like a piece of cellophane right (laughs) shrink wrapped (laughs) 
um, not wearing any pants, and then I'm just wearing like OG no show socks. Socks, yeah. But you're not even wearing shoes. I know, but sometimes I just don't like things touching my ankles. This is crazy. Is it? Yeah. I'm just in a. It's just I, I just don't want to wear socks today. But like I have to cover my corns. Okay, you're right. That's a good in between. Yeah, That's a good in between. I don't want things caressing my ankles right now. Uh, my song of the day is evangeline by steven sanchez and we sat here we sat here last or last night two nights ago and i showed kristen this tiktok that i had come across where he's singing a live version of an elvis song and it's just so incredible his voice is otherworldly i like what i would do to be in that crowd and we're like sitting here listening to it over and over and we're like he's got to be on tour and the night that we found the TikTok was actually his first night of tour. And he's going to be in New York in December. So we bought tickets. For something <laughs> nine months away, we can literally have a child from now until the concert. But it's just, we we're watching it and I was like, Alex, we need to see him live before he blows the fuck We got to go. He's going to be like winning Grammys and shit. He's, yep. I, I love it because I feel like there's been several other artists, no hate or anything, but several other artists that have kind of tried to embody the Elvis era and yes. like that nostalgia, that romance. And it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But something about Steven's voice, first name basis, is like, <laughs> it's not that he's trying. He's just is. Yep. And there's something like it's so reincarnated him. about him. Like, ah, I don't and know. And there's a lot of artists, I think, who've blown up on tiktok who unfortunately are just like so quick to hit the spotlight and then go away and it's a little bit like of this generation's version of a um one hit wonder one hit wonder and i don't see that in him i Mm -mm. don't think it's that's gonna be i don't think he's gonna be a tiktok star and i know he has other songs i I don't think he blew up on tiktok because i feel like i've heard his music until i found you is in janine georgia so much because because georgia is like the first line like his shit is out there. Like I feel like he already broke that TikTok. Ceiling, yeah, but, but I did. I think he did start there. Oh, he did. I think so. I. Th- that's how I found him. Huh. Is uh, that song fully started on TikTok? I didn't know that. I guess it really just depends how you find things. Because I totally thought right. I was like, oh, like Netflix bought it. Like it's like a like you know how you discover songs on Love Island. Yeah. Like I thought it was like something like that. Uh But I guess it just all depends how you discover it. Right. My song of the day is a welcome to your life by group love. I've been back in my like group love kick. Like I pick an artist every week and then I just like re obsess over them and then forget about them until the next. And I'm in a group love kick right now. So welcome to your life by group love. I can't believe Avril is dating Tyga. I know. Are you seeing the videos of Modsen still performing their song? Yeah. Cause he's on tour right now and like, the pain in his voice. Oh my God. That's got to be devastating. Ruthless. How are you with someone? Hasn't it been like literal weeks? I, I think it was six days. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like they had called it off and then six, like I remember seeing like a headline, like six days later, she's seen with Tyga at that. It was like a fashion show was like the first thing. Okay. So it's not confirmed that they're like dating. Oh no, they were like making out. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. But who knows, you know, the dating, right. publicity. Who, that's the thing. Like, who fucking knows anything n- anymore? News is just becoming shock factor. Right. And the other day we, um, you got a notification that Fox News, Fox News. Oh, yeah. What was it? The push notification for, um, for 
Cole Sprouse. Oh yeah, it was something like Disney star reveals that they lost their virginity at fourteen. Like and like f- like Fox? a news station is reporting this, right? Like, like you, not that their news is necessarily credible anyway, but like right. But like you've tell me about the weather, to, right? Tell me about the traffic. Tell me about anything but Cole Sprouse. Right. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. No news is just like shock factor, and I don't know. I also sound like a broken record because I also feel like this is what my parents always said about news when I was a kid. Like it hasn't gotten any better. Right. It's just news is. Did your parents watch the news like before school? Um, my mom would put Cron 4 on for traffic mm. Um, when she was like going into Oakland. Cron 4. Yeah. But that was it. Remember yeah. Cron 4? Yeah. <laughs> um, my parents watched the news in the mornings. Was it like a, wow, do you see that? Like, were they like in it? No. I think it just like was on in the background, but it was just like a thing in our house. I was actually, weren't we saying recently, we wish we had something like the news, not the news though, but like a morning show. Yeah. It was like a morning where we were sitting here, both just like a slow morning, enjoying our coffee or matcha, whatever. And we ended up putting on like a, some other talk show because it was Drew a Drew Barrymore, Barrymore show. show. <laughs> so we, were like, Let's, we wanted to like try and we wanted feel like that. show vibes. Right. We talk wanted show vibes. just like lighthearted, fun things happening in the world right now. Like someone- of our generation right. needs to come out with like a version of the news that's not the news. And it's not like like pop culture drama. That, like yeah, I don't want pop I don't culture want drama. That. I don't want I don't know. I don't even know what I what I want or need, but it's not anything that we have now. <laughs> I like I'll take I'll take a little bit of everything. I'll take maybe like one interview with someone. Yeah. Uh, and like I want that someone to be like a small business like a small business spotlight of the week. Like someone I don't know. Right. And I want like good stories about shit that's been going on in the world. Small stories like neighborhood shit. Yes. But that didn't blow up on TikTok. Yes. I don't, I don't like, already know about. Right. Yeah. I, like, this TikTok got 4 million hits. Nope. No. Like I want to hear a story that new. no one's been like no one's told before. I would even be down for a little like QVC style segment of like, but not products that are viral on TikTok. Right. Like I want like real and not like celebrity backed products. No. Like, like an organic hand salve. Right. Tell me about it and like walk me through it. And then I want to call in and buy it. Yes. I don't want to place it online. I want to give you a money order. I want to write a check and send it in. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to a carrier pigeon. To run it to Paramount Studios. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I want that. It's it's nostalgia. Yeah. I want that nostalgia. I want that, like. You know what? It's simpler. It's just simple. Hey, you know what? This This stresses me out. This is a great alley-oop into our topic today, though. Simplicity. Yeah. And, like, boiling it down and just bring it back to the start. (laughs) Sound like a. We sound like grandparents. This is like how my grandparents would talk and my parents. So like, yeah, it's moments like these where we're, where I definitely feel like I'm growing out of the youth. Yeah. Where I'm like worried about the future and like. Worried about how I'm affected by the future. Yes. And I'm, I'm worried about the youth and I'm not putting myself. And I'm not the youth anymore. Yes. Like I'm, I, I worry for my niece and nephew all the time. Yep. But I don't worry about myself. No, because we've like gone through that part. Mm-hmm. And now we're left to um, we're left in charge to fix it. 
for the next generation. But then we're also leaning into it <clears throat> and it's like, are we just like, yeah, we'll fix one thing, but we're also so accustomed to so many other things. Are we creating new problems that we're not even aware of yet? For sure. Like think about the effects of vapes and we don't know what it is yet. We don't. We and haven't seen it roll out. We don't even know the effects of having it like sleeping with our phones next to us. Yeah. Like we know short term effects, but like right. we don't know what 75 years of doing that is to human. We don't, people. we don't know what human people, we don't have a full lifespan of data yet. No. About so, not just the phone thing, about so much shit. We're Stress. fucked. Stresses me the fuck out. It makes me um, really hopeless at times. Yes. But then it also makes me like, I need to reel it back. Otherwise I'm going to fall down a really deep, dark hole. And then I need to reel it back. And then I'm in the phase of like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Everything's going to shit anyway. I don't give a fuck about what I do. I don't give a fuck about my contribution. And like, I hate that. I, so I need like, what's the middle ground? I f it takes a lot for me to get into the, I don't give a fuck. I think I stay in the, in the scare. In the, the, the yeah. doom. I mean, you know, I stay in like the doom Mine's majority of my time. Ping pong game. That's like, that's quite literally the thought process in my head is doomsday. I can't, I like, I can't give a fuck or else I'm going to spiral and just back and forth, back and forth. Constant. I mean, it's the, one of the driving factors of me not wanting kids. It's like, what's the point? See, I think that too. And then I'm like, I need to reproduce to, to help to like, I don't know. I like want this like to make good come, people. Yeah. I like to come out right. Like I want to reproduce to put people in the world who are going to care about it. And like, but like, and then I'm, but by but doing that, that, I'm adding to the problem. But that's also like not even trying to be funny. That's also what Ted Bundy's parents wanted. What if you have a terrible fucking child? That's like, right. I mean, but like, I'm not like a, that's extreme. Yeah. But like I, there's so many fucked up people and I'm sure their parents Right. wanted them to be great too that's my fears what if i have a fucked up kid that like does really bad things to people and now i'm the problem <laughs> i've contributed you're responsible i i've now and it's it's nobody's fault yeah you know it's because like who would have known but it's it's that gamble where i'm like shit maybe i just won't reproduce because there's a lot of other people will take care of that one <laughs> that's where i'm at i didn't know we were gonna go here today <laughs> on on that kids note i sent my sister a tiktok i came across uh last night and it's seth rogan in an interview and someone asked so something about kids i forget what it was and whoa well, i just realized i'm talking about seth rogan and i was like staring at oh my <laughs> ashtray which is houseplant it's just like you're channeling him and he has no idea no like, idea think about it. and he like, probably watches but yeah so the the interview is someone asking about his feeling on not having kids because he's mm. 40 like young 40s and he has no kids and he goes into a whole thing and he's not bashing it at all he's just like my wife and I both knew we didn't want to mm -hmm. and um you know it was something it was like at times like they kind of like went back on it but he's like we've never regretted not having kids and a lot of our friends have kids and you know yes they're happy but the things that they can't do and the things that they do complain about have never, ever even been a realm of our lives. Right. And we really enjoy that. And he said, um, I do all the things I need to do and I have time to do the things I want to do. Mm. And like, 
And it like, I love how respectful he was about it. He wasn't trying to sell or put down the, like anything. He was just like, it Telling worked, his point it, of view. Right. And it like, it works for him. And it was kind of one of the first times, at least on the internet where I've seen someone like Seth Rogen, such a big name, whatever, seen that perspective mm. so strongly. Um, I also really appreciated that it, it was a male perspective. I feel like women are constantly asked like, right. are you going to have kids? It's Why like, aren't you having kids? I like that someone asked a man once. Um, and then the comments were literally like, I did not see one comment that wasn't a parent perspective saying like, hi, I'm a mom of two or I'm a mm-hmm. dad of whatever. Don't do it. Whoa. And it wasn't like, fuck my kid. Like they were right. like, I love my kids. I did it. But if I could do it over, I wouldn't. There Whoa. was, there were a few that were like, I'm a therapist. And like, uh, one person spit out a fact that literally said like over 50% of parents say that if they did it, if they could do it again, they wouldn't. And so many people were just like, yeah, like, don't do it. I don't know. Like Whoa. maybe I'm just, I'm obviously on that side of TikTok too. Right. So it's going to be pushed more. But I, so I sent it to my sister and mind you, my sister is a mother of two. And I talk about this with her all the time. Cause like I, I love like the style of parenting she does. And like, if I do have kids, I do see myself going kind of like that way. Like she's very like, she doesn't baby the fuck out of them. And I really appreciate that. Like a realistic parent. Right. And she like talks to them like humans, not like, I don't mean to cut up your chicken nuggets. Like it's never been that way. Um, so yeah, I, I always send her this type of shit and she always kind of gives me her input because she knows where I stand on the kid thing. And she screenshotted one comment that said, let me pull it up because I feel like this kind of like ended the debate, if you will. It was a very like good neutral comment. This person said, if you have kids, you will love them. If you don't have kids, you will love not having them. It's a good life either way. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. And yeah, I've never have been one to put it down. Like I, yeah, I, I hope I don't ever come off that way because I know how much you like want children. Yeah. And like, honestly, all of like no no one else's opinion could stop me from wanting to have kids and like I'm sure there's and so I many people that. out there like the same that are the same way and I don't know it's like you said it's just a different perspective I love that though because I don't like the fact that you have that strong of opinion I think people are out here having kids before they even have an opinion right and that's yeah. where I'm like that's what are the, we doing that's the issue is there's just so many people out here who are like having kids who a don't even know if they want them yeah having kids who aren't equipped to have them yeah it's and that's a whole bigger like whole other conversation a lot For of people sure. are forced to have these yep. kids and there's just so much more to it and it's so much more of like a nuanced topic than we are even equipped to talk about 100%. but um yeah you're right it's it's a huge problem I'm just I and like I do understand it's a bigger topic and I, I want to remain sensitive to that but I am speaking from the choice point of view which I right. am grateful to be even be speaking from right straight up absolutely you know? like I feel 100%. like I want to lay that out there heavy but yeah, it, I, you guys know, I, I've talked about it several times. It, it's it's more of an anxiety for me where I'm like, I'm scared that I'm going to fuck up my kids and like mm-hmm. with like the things I have and haven't worked through. And, you know, it is just like one of those fears to right. me. But Monica also says how healing it is to have children, too. And like like today she took them to the beach and then Tommy's joint in the city. Oh, and, you know, my parents yep. had us doing that all the time that was like our shit 
Those meatballs? Yes, the brown oh bowls. God, yes. Oh my and the mashed potatoes. So oh my good. god. Tommy's joint in San Francisco. If you haven't been, please go. It's like my childhood. I could smell it. Um, but yeah, she took them and in my head I was like, wow, what a healing experience to like yeah. kind of redo that. Because sure, there were probably times where we did that where Monica and I were pouting in the backseat because we just got our ass kicks. Like right. it wasn't always fun, but she made it fun today and gave her kids a brand new experience. And she got to relive it too. Right. With like this new, new generation. Right. And like positive. So I, my, there's times where I'm like, maybe I'm with kids. <laughs> my brother has always said that he doesn't want to have kids. And uh-huh. he actually got out of a, a 10 year relationship with a woman who like we all thought, and he thought at one point they were going to marry and have kids. Right. And, um, she wanted to have children and he did not. And, up until recently, he we were sitting at dinner when he came to visit New York and he was like, oh, I've found a reason why it might be a good idea for me to have kids. And I literally like perked up. I why was do like, I feel like everybody in the restaurant went silent? No, like it was like for real. Every, like, like, Vincent Coates wants to have a child. <laughs> like it, it, it was so crazy to hear this. And yeah. he had said, I, <laughs> what did he say? He said, I would be the first man in our family who made the conscious in like a hundred years of existence, who made the conscious decision to not continue our lineage, 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 crazy, crazy thought. And then he was like, and also I got this bonsai tree. (laughs) (laughs) I got this bonsai tree and I've been like, I've been taking care of it and I've, you know, I'm, I'm nurturing it and it's, it's been growing and it's, it's like a part of my life now. And this is something that I could like pass on to my kid and they could do the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like I wish he could sit here and like tell you guys his perspective because it's, it's so interesting to hear from his point of view, but I don't know. It, it's interesting to think what might be someone's decision or what might be a, like a light bulb that goes off in their head to kind of like, ah, this is why I want to do this. And yeah. it could be about anything, not just having kids, yes. but like that perspective change, the perspective change and like such a big decision in life in general that really does. I mean, obviously change your life. It changes so much about who you are as a human. It creates a life. It creates <laughs> a life. I mean, there's just so it's such a pivotal moment in the human existence. And for other things like this, when you have such like a strong stance on it, what are like it made me kind of think like what would be my thing to not have a kid and you won't even know until it happens right because i'm sure if we told him two years ago like what about a bonsai tree he'd be like what the the fuck are you talking about it's a bonsai tree like i'll take care of it during my life and then i'll plant it and it'll earth will take care of it like i could see that being his full reason but like he he really thought no like i could pass it like a it's like I think it probably trickled off the lineage topic like it's physical tangible part of your lineage right which is so interesting because I (laughs) I had that thought when my grandma passed away because my grandma passed away and then my opa passed away and through both of those deaths um not that like this changed anything but we didn't really like get any keepsakes from Uh, both of their deaths and there wasn't really anything like like family wise that they passed down Mm mm-hmm and it made me kind of think I don't have anything, not that like I even fucking have kids yet, obviously, but like 
I don't have anything in my life that is worth passing down. Your elephant box. Yeah, but it's like broken and dusty and like. But that doesn't need to be in good condition. Yeah, it means a lot, but it's not like. But you're also 27. Right. Right. And like like I'll have that. That is one thing that I will have for the rest of my life. Yes. And a lot of the things that I feel. Like like the ring that I have from my mom. Yeah. Like she got that in her 30, like later 30s. Like you're right. You're not, you're not going to just have all your heirlooms. Well, no, I know. But it, it like changed that perspective for me. Like I, I thought I didn't have anything to pass down to like my later generations. And it kind of like I started to think about things that I wanted to start collecting or even like if I were to get something a new piece of furniture or something like I want it to be important yeah it just gave me this new like layer of perspective about yeah about um honestly like purchasing shit and consumerism and then I started to spiral and like it's I do that one a lot too yeah every time I shop I'm like what am I doing I have two I I still have that same tab up right now where I was telling you I'm looking at stuff for London I, I just every time I like go to check out I'm like I don't need it though like no. I can just all I could just wear all the stuff I have in my closet right oh my god and like I feel so silly because I'm sitting here in this new sweatshirt and you guys should I'm literally out of space to hang hoodies oh, right like I just don't coat I rack. don't need anything new and I'm just like oh I don't have a camo hoodie so I think I need a camo hoodie I get it what is that what is that why where does that come from in our brains like what part of the chemicals in our brains makes us do that it's almost like it's some part of the like fulfillment nature yeah and I see that big time I mean even like I know this might sound like a stretch but I kind of I'm sticking with it it's kind of like a little gather hunting and gathering vibe. Oh. Like you're like a little you're Horde-esque. Sc- you're scrounging yeah. your belongings to like keep you safe. And um, like it, it gives it like gives you this exterior value. Yeah. And like when people come into your home, they see your trinkets like or we can bring it way more modern. And it's I mean, it's fully status like subconsciously, especially in a city like fucking New York. Right. We're not going to like when we go out even to, I was going to say the bodega, but no, we'd be looking like shit going (laughs) to the bodega. But like, if we're even going to go to like a chill cafe to go work, like we still look cuter than we would in North Hollywood because we have this like underlying status thing here in New York. Like it's, and it's I don't like know. So natural though. I don't know if you do this too, but I give everything, every single piece of my belongings has such a, um, uh, an emotional tie to it. Oh yeah. I give everything and it can a be reason. like everyone, everything has a reason to stay. I've been that way forever. You remember how dirty my room used to get growing up? Mm-hmm. Like it was really bad. My, you couldn't see Your the floor. floor of my room and I would never make my bed like I had like like I it was like I I can confidently say like it was hoarder style like my room was so bad because I was so like I mean I was just clinging on to anything that gave me fucking serotonin like I was like how could I get rid of that that did this for me it was giving all these objects so much power and I've gotten through that obviously a lot as I've gotten older like my my room will maybe get like that once a year yeah and it's for like two days and then I walk out and I'm like Alex and you're like I know and I'm like help me and you're like I got you like it still comes sometimes and that's you know whatever but 
Um, now I go through these phases where just out of nowhere, it, and it often is at like 2 a.m. I'm like, I need to declutter. And I go into a mode where I'm that that veil of like reason is gone. And really? I'm a, I just throw away shit. I'm never able to. Oh, my God. Pull back that veil. It, I don't want it's not. It's like it was never there. It becomes a it's almost I don't want to call it rage, but like that equivalent of energy that you have uh, in a rage is what I have with a declutter mentality. And I'm able to just like brrr, get rid of shit. And then I have to take it to goodwill then like right then. Literally then. Or it stays. I have a bag of goodwill that I pulled out and did through like a rage probably two months ago. It's still in my corner. I haven't brought it. And the other day I've pulled two things out of it so far to rewear again because I I miss it. Uh, so like, you know what I mean? Like I have yeah. to like, if I really want to declutter, I have to make it in that pocket. But if I don't, it's back into the emotional in, Into pit. the rotation. Yep. And now I'm I'm not like, Whoa. I'm probably not going to get rid of that bag. The whole bag you think? Yeah. Whoa. It's so weird. And then do you notice if like, say that bag did make it to Goodwill, do you notice like, fuck, I wish I kept that yep. tank top. Every time. Every time. <sighs> See, that's what I'm and then terrified I of. <laughs> and then I rebuy. Right. And then it happens to all over again. To fill in the space. Yes. It's, uh, I hate it. I hate it about myself. So please don't put me down. I know it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. The power of a mindset, like the way I could just kind of get into that declutter mode. And I was kind of talking about it in therapy on Thursday because I tend to notice diff the way, and I'm sure you do too, um, the way sessions go based off not just like my mood, because like, duh, but my mindset that I'm in currently. Yep. And I'll have sessions where I'm like, oh my God, I'm healed. Yeah. I'm good. And then I'll have sessions where I'm like, it's I like we're starting so at square much one. to work on. Yep. And it completely, sometimes I worry that it like changes how I'm going to heal because like, so in EMDR, we start with the level scale one to 10, how much something disturbs you. Mm. So days where I'm having like a good mindset or like a positive mindset, things wouldn't get to you as much. Right. So I say, oh, it, disturbance is a three mm. or like a two, whatever. And we, we move on. Then I'm like, uh-oh, what if I'm actually not a two and we're moving on, we're done reprocessing it and it's like it never your version healed. of like sweeping it under the rug. But like in like a self-sabotage way. Right. Like not in like a, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Like I'm actually okay today. It, yeah. And like, what about when I'm not okay with you? It? Like in the moment, full-heartedly believe it doesn't affect you as much. And it doesn't, it doesn't affect, like it's Not a true all. statement in that time, in that moment. But then a week later when you're going, when you're in a different mindset and you're going through some, something else and you're like, wait, but I already worked on this and it didn't affect me last week. So why yeah. is this such a prominent thing in my mind right now? Yeah. I think about that a lot too. And then I'm like, am I just doing the same dance? It's this. And like, I have that thought a lot that i like, we probably are because also, there's no such thing as like an end goal in, goal in healing. Yeah. So like we kind of are. Which is a hard thing to grasp, yeah. I think, um, especially when everything's kind of like laid out on the table in therapy, which is the like point that I'm at. And I'm like, why can't it? And we kind of talked about me and my therapist talked about this, um, I think maybe like last week. Why can't I just like have at least a couple answers right now? I just want to like 
be able to wrap up some of these chapters. I want, I want like two things solved. That's it. Is that too much to ask? Like, I get, I like, I'm, I've been doing this for like, which is just doesn't stop. Su- such a small amount of time. Like, believe me when I say I know that I haven't been doing therapy for like such a minuscule time. I trust me, I know. But why hasn't anything evolved in a way that I can see it and look back and think like, ah, oh, I'm out of that. I can't wait for you to watch back this footage. <laughs> you think I'll get there? 100%. I fucking hope. I like you will. You if you were not capable of doing that, there would be other signs. You would have like right. a, a, an avoidant style of like communication which you do not. Like you 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 would show other signs if you were that type of person that like is just not fully putting their all into healing. That's the only way you would not heal. But like you're pretty like No, I'm literally throwing everything at the wall. I walk into each session literally with my arms up, like please like I'm this hour belongs to you. Please like, you know, I I really do give it my all. And I'm you will. Yeah. It's you know what a big thing that I'm which we kind of talked about about my last session, a big thing that I'm going through right now is I'm kind of realizing the change that like needs to happen in my life for me and like the boundaries that I need to set. And things that I, that need to be like my actual work for like relationships and these aspects to start, like to actually start seeing the change. Does that make sense? Yep. The changes that I need to make to see the change. Um, And I'm having a hard time computing like what, how my life is going to look when I make these changes and these other factors aren't changing. How is my like healed life going to match up with this external part of me, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to see the connect right now. And it's almost impossible impossible to think that I could heal from what I'm going through and what I'm talking about in therapy while also maintaining, like, uh, also maintaining and, like, sustaining things that already exist in my current life. Does that make sense? Things you want to keep? Yeah. Okay. Do you fear that the change you have to make will alter you too much? No, because that side I'm open to. Mm. Like I'm very eager and ready to heal and make these changes, but I just don't see how it's possible when everything else around me isn't making that evolution. Yeah. Like how am I supposed to evolve and grow? I don't know. Does anyone you, else relate I, to this? You, it's 100%. And we, we did talk about her and I talked about this the other day and kind of what we came to is like it's it's not about anything else or anybody else around you it's about the what you're healing is your reactions what you're healing is how much you let it penetrate you (laughs) (laughs) penetration joke that's what she said (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) but like you know it's that that's what you're healing so it's you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I deal with that so many people deal with where some people that have hurt us, whether it's romantically your family or even your fucking coworker, like those people might not ever change. And that's a big kind of sesh I've been in the past year of therapy is realizing that that side of growth where, yeah, they bruised you. Like if we're talking on like relationship trauma yeah they bruised you but your healing is not 
to heal them or to, you know, necessarily even take away that bruise because you can't because it did happen and it is valid. Right. And, you, you know, any type of trauma that's that is real, that really did happen to you. But what you're healing is the things that might trigger you later in life that look like it in another font and the way that that's going to affect you then and how much you're going to bark back to it or not or if you're going to pass it on and do it to the same people that's that's what you're healing <sighs> yeah you know i i feel in that too and i don't know if that makes you feel better or worse but like no it makes me feel better because like i got out of that session and i was like this is impossible it it felt like unhurt like it felt like the the work that i've done and the work that i was about to do and I'm supposed to be doing going forward is pointless. Yes. And I, um, something that we talk a lot about in our sessions is like hope mm -hmm. and being like, I, I say a lot, like I'm feeling a little hopeless. I'm feeling hopeful depending on the topic. And I left that conversation feeling super hopeless. Yes. Wait, so it, yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, it, it doesn't. Thank you. It makes me feel better that you think about it too. I think about it too, but it's, it's also like, I've always thought about it and I think I'll think about it forever. It's not, oh. well, that's why, that's why I said, I hope that makes you feel, I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse that it it's, it's, but it's not that it's not going to stop in like a loop sense. Mm. Like, a, um, think of when a ball roll downs, roll downs, <laughs> rolls down a hill. It's still going forward, but in little loops. Uh, so you might still be doing that same cycle, but you are going further. Well, let's go uphill. Okay. <laughs> let's go uphill. Right. Pretend it's going Thank uphill. You. There we go. Um, it's still going uphill, but, but it is going. It's not a steady. Yeah. Okay. It's, I like that. It's not walking in a straight line. It's it's spinning out of control, but it's still going up. Okay. I so like, like that a lot. Yeah. Just try, try and look at it like that because I feel like I very recently and I'm, you know, it's, I'm still working on it, but, um, I worry about some type of end goal that I've formulated in my brain that I know so many people relate to. I think our brains formulate these end goals and healing out of just pure nature, right? Like we want that, like there's one day there's going to be gratification in everything we do. <sighs> it's hard to accept that that's not a possibility. <laughs> well, it is though, but like, like think of it like this, like shit that I worked on way back in the start of therapy. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say any specifics, but like there were things I thought I would never be able to face with my mom. Mm. Oh my God. How could I ever blah, blah, blah. And then one time my mom and I had a really deep conversation and sure there were things about it that like, I still want to shake her about. Hi mom. I know you're listening. I know you know what I'm talking about. There's still things I want to like shake her about, but there were also moments during that talk where I was like, oh never my God, thought you'd be here. It ha it's happening. Yeah. I made it. I'm doing the thing. It's still, it's really uncomfortable and it still hurts. And I'm still going to talk about it on Thursday, but I'm doing the thing I thought I would never be capable of doing. Right. It's like, you start noticing just like, think of it like your tanning bed right now. Like you, you, you went for six minutes so that the next time you don't burn. Right. But you're still killing your skin, <laughs> but you're not burning because you're like, you're taking it's little a baby pace. steps. Steady pace, but you're still burning your skin. Right. With a UV rays. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs>
Does that make sense? Yes, it totally does. <gasps> it's like, that, okay, I'm feeling a little hopeful. Oh my God. Good. Yeah. And that's all you need to feel right now. I just, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I, I think I get into these, uh, like phases where I, because I'm so in the beginning of this, I kind of look at things and this is so my like visual brain at work. I look at things ahead of me in like a timeline fashion and I'm like okay all of this is ahead of me I don't know when it's gonna it's all just like in a big jumble in front of me right now okay I don't know when it's gonna happen I don't know what's gonna happen first I don't know how it's supposed to go Uh I don't know like what's right what's wrong I don't it's all just the unknown in front of me I know it's there and I know it needs to be like handled and dealt with I just I can't grasp it and like I can't place it where it's supposed to be quite yet and you won't until you're in it. Right. But then on the bright side of things, when you're in it, then you'll have that moment where you're like, oh, I'm in it. And I've already thought about this. And I think I know what to do right now. Uh, you know? Yeah. I. It's kind of crazy having this conversation and this realization together, but from different sides. Right. Because I had this realization because I was talking back to the EMDR thing, how I... um we kind of start with a memory and then we talk about on a scale of one to 10, like how it affects me mm-hmm. when, when we're clearing a memory, it's when I'm able to say it's a zero. Oh, okay. But I've been doing this for three years and nothing has ever been a zero. Ah. I don't know what it is, but when I say nothing's been a zero, it's because I don't let it be a zero. I'm at this weird point where like we, we were clearing something for like the fucking sixth time, like a really big memory that I'm like really trying. And when I say clear, it's not forgetting an EMDR. It's about reprocessing. So that kind of what I was saying to Alex, like reprocessing for future reactions and the way it like affects me and mm. kind of like the deeper ways that it, whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yes. Um. So like I said, I was like the million time we've freaking done this. And she's like, okay, scale one ten. I was like, Honestly, I feel like I'm like a one. She's like, that's great. Like what, uh, why, why is it a one? Like what is still bugging you about it? And I couldn't Couldn't, pinpoint it. it. And she was like, so is it a zero? And I was like, no, cause like, it's still like, when I think about it, I don't know. It just still like feels weird. And she, she just like lets me like sit in that discomfort for a sec. And I came to the realization that like, I almost don't want to let go Mm. of some of these shitty memories. And like, I can't say it's a zero because I'm afraid that it's like kind of what we're saying earlier. It's a zero right now, but what if it bugs me in Mm. a month? Does that mean it's, we have to start over? Like it's, I'm, I'm putting too much logic to it. Right. And what we came to was like, she's like, okay, if it's a zero, if you said it's a zero right now, what's your biggest fear? And I was like, well, that like, I'm going to go back on my word one day and it's going to be back to like a three or a four or whatever. And she was like, okay, but what, what if it just stays a zero? And I was like, I don't know. Like you couldn't accept that that was a possibility. Yeah. It was just this moment of like, you're right. And she, then she like kind of hyped me up about like the work I've been doing and like, it's, it's working it's and it's a possibility and it's, do you remember like maybe that specific memory what it started as oh <laughs> like I and I reacted that same way I was like it's a million like this it was like 
one of the biggest things we've reprocessed and it it was it was if it could be a million it's a million but to be literal it was a 10 wow and it was hard and it was uncomfortable and it was one of those memories that I was reprocessing where it was very physical so I'll do the eye movements and the tapping and usually like she'll ask like what comes up and typically what comes up are thoughts because duh brain but with this one it was like my brain was racing as it always does but I was either sweating or I was shaking or I this knot in my back was firing off or I was getting like cluster headaches like it was my nervous system took on this one full physical reaction oh yeah it's crazy and then so crazy you obviously like don't get that physical reaction now no and now it's like it's it's weird because it's not like I'm okay with what happened. It's not mm-hmm. like it's it's a, oh, it wasn't that bad. It's not like I don't see it for what it is anymore because right. I still see it for what it is. But it's the reaction I get when I think about it. And the the if I let it put me into a certain mood, right. if it were to be the brought way it affects up, you. the way it affects me, that's what I reprocessed. Whoa. And coming back, long story short, that's what I'm trying to say to you is like, it's it's about that side of your reaction mm. because again what what I was reprocessing still happened and like the people that were involved with it are still the way they are right but that's not what it's about I got up to change the camera battery and Link took my spot look at if you're on visual right now you can see spot she's, stealer she's just baby spot saves I have to sit there mom oh my god I love her so much She's something I spiral about. Yeah. Every day. I'm like, she'll bug me. Like, she'll do something. And I'm like, like, stop or whatever. And then I get annoyed with her. And then I'm like, oh, one day she's not going to be here. I go down that spiral daily. You do. You constantly think she's either jumped off the balcony, voluntar- mm-hmm. balcony voluntarily. Yes. Or she's just randomly stopped breathing. Yes. All the time. It's totally, like, on some real shit, it's totally... From when I lost her for a few days, because uh, I was you didn't not think that like that before, not at all. Yeah, I, before that, I totally had the mindset where I was like, "She's a dog." Like I like, she's fine. Like I was totally on that wagon. Yep. After no way, if she's not on my eyesight, where's Link? And it's like, it really immediately goes to she jumped off the balcony. She is under under the bed because she ran away to hide and die because you know animals do that yeah i'm con- like during the summer when she goes under my bed because it's literally cool under there like i know that i'm like no she's starting to act weird because i think she's ready to go whoa like it's bad maybe i should bring that up with yeah <laughs> maybe not me reprocessing reprocessing dog stuff though <laughs> she's like always in on my sessions too she has to pay she <laughs> she should she owes me so much money after her vet bill the other day yo i did i say it i think you might have said it on patreon on patreon um i'll give you guys a little update link this ear right here if you're on visual you actually can't see it because it's sticking up because she's sitting this way but it's sagging because she has a crazy hematoma on her ear from scratching and shaking her head so much um, I'm su- honestly surprised that this hasn't come sooner in her life because of how much right. she just scratches. But it is harmless in the, in um, her like overall health. But it 
is uncomfortable for her. Like it's a lot of pressure in her ear. We got it drained last Wednesday and it was good for like literally an hour. And then later that night it already started to fill back up, which they did say was possible and it's possible. Um, it's actually a lot bigger than it was, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sucks. So we're going back in Monday. I have three options. So one is continue draining and doing the laser treatment that we tried on Wednesday. That obviously doesn't work, but she did say the laser treatment is something that you do have to do like multiple rounds of option two is surgery. Um, she does go under for it and it's a certain type of surgery where the way they cut it, it's able to like fully drain out so that when it fully heals, it doesn't happen again, which obviously is like ideal, but I don't love the thought of putting her under. And then option three is fully leaving it alone the way that you would in a human hematoma and the body will metabolize the blood. It'll go back into her stream. It will go down in usually like about a month, but it does lead to cauliflower ear. So she will have a little funky looking ear floppy ear floppy ear scrunchy ear there's no way of knowing exactly how to heal until it's done but then with cauliflower ear i read that there's also um negative effects of like their ears are harder to clean so it can lead to more infection and she already gets ear infections because she's a lab half lab so that's kind of where i'm at with my little baby right now it really sucks to see i don't like that she's uncomfortable and it feels weird that she looks different. Yeah. You know what, though? I had the thought looking at her, I think, yesterday. She looked like it looks more like her personality to me. Oh, like she almost looks more her. Are you just coming into your own, Mom? I think she is. She's just in her Saturn return. She is. So am I, Mama. Um, on that same note of spiraling, but a little more intense than little mom's ear over there. Oh, baby. Um, I came across this TikTok of this girl who like fully has planned for, I guess the apocalypse you could say. Um, like she zombie has, no, I don't know. Or just like the end of the world. I don't know. I didn't like watch much of her other content, but she has this binder that she gathered all of this information that like she and like her family would need to know if we were to ever lose internet. Like for good, um, or I guess not for good, but like for a to, long period for, of time. for a long period of time. So the binder is like literally as thick as a brick, and it, at the front of it has like all of her family's information, like blood types, everything that like they need to know about the, the themselves to survive without like technology. Oh my! I have to do this now. Okay, but. Uh, I like when I the first three seconds of the TikTok, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. So smart. But then she goes into like, I mean, the like I said, it's as thick as a brick. And like the amount of research that probably went into this whole fucking thing. She went into like recipes from the Great Depression that like don't require a lot of ingredients like eggless bread and like shit like that. Like so much so much that could sustain a lifestyle without technology um what's some other things from the book like how to skin and butcher chicken and like everything oh my god everything that you would need to know right sure. and maps and a whole bunch of different like maps of the area and oh different routes that you could like walk different routes that you can drive and that phone numbers and it's and it made me think like yes obviously this is so fucking smart and if you have the brain capacity and the willpower to do this 
by all means. But I think this would like if I sat down and th- did this, I'd start to freak out. I would absolutely freak out. And you know what? I would like be living my life waiting for the day to happen, waiting for the day. And I like I know there are other people out there who have a different experience and they're able to like make a book like this and not live their life thinking it's going to happen. Yeah. They don't make the book because it will. They making they make the book just in case. And those two things don't. Those, those are the same thing for me. Yeah. If I plan for something, it will happen. Yes. In my head. So I had that thought back uh, like a two months ago or so. Alex and I went and caught up with our friend Ben and his wife Jade. Mm. And we went and got a drink. And she started talking about their... Um, emergency bag yeah that they had just got ready just because and because i even asked i was like why she's like it's just because like she was super chill about it she's she not works like a doomsday the, person or anything right but she works in like a in that like, industry isn't it like city emergency yeah something like that so right it's it's in her alley and she she's like yeah i mean you do it just in case you do it to be safe you do it so you don't have to think about it when it's too late and those are all true things no, if I do it, I'm waiting for the day. To I'm sleeping it. with it next to my bed every night. And then it's becoming like yeah. an obsession. Right. And then if I go out and I end up sleeping at a guy's house and I don't have my backpack, I'm like, out. oh my God, I'm not prepared tonight. The only night. And it's going to happen tonight. And I just, it'll freak me out. My yeah. brain's not that strong. Me either. Sorry. I, I, can't do it. I would rather just figure it out on the spot. Yeah. Which, you know what? I think I could thrive in the moment. And if so. I don't, then I'm not meant to be alive. Uh-uh. Whatever. Like, right. I'm not trying to outlive anybody. And you know honestly. what? I think about that a lot. Like, if we, I don't know. Did you ever watch, or did you get into The Last of Us? No. It's, um, I think it's actually still rolling out the first season. Maybe not. But it's a big, like, apocalyptic show about, I think it's a virus. Classic. And Right. And I was thinking, like. I wouldn't even want to survive in this. No, sorry. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. That's how I feel in yellow jackets. The show we're watching. They're like, see, that's different. Cause the world outside of that, I mean, to me, sure. The world outside of that is still in existence and still normal. I just need to get out of the small. I get that issue. That optimism is obviously what keeps you going and like the reason (laughs) people that get stranded fucking survive because they like they are aware of that yeah but 19 months i'd say probably like eight months in, i'd be like they're not gonna find us yeah i would lose i would lose hope on that front of like me sitting like a sitting duck and them coming to find me yeah but there's uh, this isn't like a um, spoiler in any way, but there's a, uh, one of the girls has the idea to, to leave where they are and walk like hike South and try and find civilization. And I would be Me so too. Gung-ho. When we saw, remember when we saw that part, we were like, go, it yeah. was crazy. Obviously it's, it's not, it's a, not a real show or not a real story, story, but they were um, like half of them were like, no, we're staying. You're months in. Why would you just keep doing what you're doing? Like, yeah, yes. something's got to something's got to give. I would go do. I would I would go try and walk and all yeah. that. But like, I just I could only imagine the constant spiral of hopelessness in that situation. And like, I but I, again I say that now, but that's what like fight or flight's all about. In those situations, right. you'd be so surprised what your brain will do for you and what your body will do for you, and like, you will 
push through. Right. But I'm sitting here on my comfy couch in my temperature controlled building and I'm like, oh my God, I'd freak out. I would <laughs> rather die. But like, right. no, I'd probably fucking push through and like that, do some it, crazy shit. I, I totally like agree in the, um, the concept of yellow jackets and like, uh, plane crash. Um, but I think apocalyptic, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be running around <sighs> with a rifle and, and, and then think about when it's like over and they have to like rebuild society. Oh, and by that time, you're probably in your late seventies, and you're like, "I just want to retire." Fuck this! <laughs> I pictured me in Florida right now. Exactly. No, Mm-mm. no way. I don't know. I yeah, that's one that I I think about a lot actually, and like the the whole bag thing and having enough water to last us. Like, I get it. And even we thought about this yeah. when. <laughs> Oh, this is like really embarrassing this to even embarrassing. be talking about. But our building shut off water for probably it was six hours. Six hours. In our defense, they didn't say, "Yeah, we'll be back in six hours." They said it's indefinite at this point. We will keep you updated. And it, so, in that, we're thinking we don't know. This could be weeks, right. years, right, decades. No, right, okay. And it it wasn't planned, right? It like was we literally woke up and bursted. a pipe burst on our street, and we saw construction workers, and then we got an email that they were turning off our water, and it was going to be off indefinitely, yep. in or no indefinitely until who until knows? further notice, whatever until Same further shit. notice, right? So we're sitting here like, oh my god, what if it's weeks, <laughs> and we don't have like, what are we going to drink? Right? I was like, Link also needs water, and like now we have to like ration, like. Right. Do we start drinking her blood? So we need like, right. We should be prepared in some sense. I don't, you know what? This is a big thing. I really miss about living with my stepdad. Yeah. Phil is like the number one person you want to be with in any emergency situation. He is so resourceful. Yeah. He's like, he knows archery and shit. Like he's, like outdoorsman has been all my life like is all about backup plan after backup plan after backup plan compass map you need to know how to read this he tells me he's told me forever like when you get to like a new city like you need to know your surroundings without your map it that he instilled that in me in such a young age that when I first moved to LA I drove (laughs) I drove around for two weeks not two weeks straight obviously I went home and like slept but like two weeks because I hadn't started my job yet and I wouldn't put on my GPS on my phone and I would just like remember the streets. Right. Smart. And now I do know LA like the back of my hand. So I will say it was worth it. And it's a little bit harder to do here, but I'm working on it. We're only, it's, how long have we been here? I guess almost a year. Six months. I'm working on it. Anyway. Um, no, eight, nine months. I said six months. Nine. Six, nine. Nah. 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 Anyway. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I would want to be with him. Yeah. Like I remember growing up when like I would lightly think about like doomsday stuff I was always like oh Phil Phil will figure out yeah and like he would right and like doesn't it free I thought that same way about Vince yes I put them in the same similar yes same category like from the same if if anything if shit were to go down Vince would know what to do yeah um and I feel that way like we're on our own out here and if shit were to happen 
New York City, too. We don't got no one. Yeah. We have Link. Link. We can ride on her back. Okay. She'd be like, Rrr. she'd do like, ah, <laughs> noise. Uh. She goes, ah, it's like a husky noise. Yeah. And I'm fucked. But it's one of those things where I kind of would just rather live in um, rather ignorance named. is bliss. Yeah, it really is. It's and it's a it's a choice. That's a choice. Yes. It's a full conscious decision. And I choose this side. <laughs> Alex for president. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my stance. Thank you. <laughs> Co 2023. <laughs> We're really sorry about this episode. I feel like it was just like anxiety. Yeah. This episode probably gave so many people <laughs> panic. <laughs> this is probably the worst episode we've done like not in general i just mean like the way we've made people feel like i feel like usually we oh. like we wrap it up nicely no we like, want to leave you sitting in this sit in this discomfort because we are and we should just do it together but like, yeah sit in this feel this yeah and but i sorry. like as as a whole i'm really proud of this episode no sure on like like a literal sense but like you know every episode is like no yeah it makes we, you feel heard and it makes you feel we like genuinely gen, general generally god i can't fucking talk today um <laughs> we generally like to leave you guys on a positive note and like we just don't have that today <laughs> no sorry <laughs> um what do you guys spiral about <laughs> <laughs> comment down below you spiral <laughs> But like, actually, yeah, I want to know what you guys are about because we probably do the same thing. Right. So, yeah, maybe on Silver Lining, it makes you guys feel not alone in the things you spiral about because we spiral about them, too. Let's let's have that be the prompt for our Patreon episode for Friday. Right. Let's keep talking about spiraling. What do you spiral about? What do you what are your stances on like any of the things we talked about? Like, do you feel very differently about like doomsday or even having kids and Mm. consumerism and everything that we talked about? And let me know if your dog has ever had a hematoma in the ear and send pictures of what their cauliflower ear looks like because Link is just going to look so different. I look good. You be ugly, babe. Oh, no. She's so cute. You're so ugly. All right, guys. This was fun. I had fun. Sometimes I need to like, you know what needs to happen for me a lot of the times is I need to spiral out loud. Yeah, Because a lot true. of this, a lot of the times and like a lot of these thoughts are just in my head. And that's when I, that's when it's just like a deep, dark black hole. Yeah. But when we say it out loud and we kind of make it a little lighthearted and we don't give it as much power that's when i don't know now i can I like get that it's just an outlet kind of wade through it a little more right and like the way that we can like agree on certain things i feel that too like it makes you not feel crazy and yep but the thing with me is like when we're talking about it i'm also thinking about another spiral so i'm like double spiraling oh see no i it's we've talked about this of course yeah no i mean that tracks but i'm over here like Okay, she's talking about this one that I'm freaking out about, but I'm thinking about this one that I'm about to bring up and freak out about that too. Like I'm like, uh, it's like ping pong in my head, right? But with thoughts instead of balls. Been there, balls in your head. That's what she said. Hard <laughs> to go. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, it's Friday. Oh right. Yeah, wear green or I'll fucking kill you. Oh my god. <laughs> like leprechaun just kidding wear green and um or i'll pinch you wait you should show them the shirt oh we should have ordered shirts i need to do that this week i said that the other day and you didn't say anything 
What did you win? I was like, are we going to order shirts? And you literally just like, <laughs> and you weren't on your phone. You were just like, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. So I thought, I thought you were over it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it when? Again. What were we doing? Uh, we were on the couch. You were on the side. I was on that side. And I just looked at you. You weren't like, <laughs> like you, you no, like you weren't looking at me, but like it was, you know, sometimes we just like sit. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like a okay, I must commercial not, break. I must not have known that you like were talking to me. There was another. <laughs> was I on my phone? Uh, you had your phone in your hand. Okay, I was probably thinking about something. <laughs> probably ordering shirts. Okay, well we're gonna go order. Uh, I keep I keep almost saying Thanksgiving shirts. We're gonna go order uh, St. Patrick's Day shirts. But have fun this week, this weekend. Be safe. This is a crazy holiday. I feel like do an Irish car bomb. No, don't do that. Do it. Don't do it. Okay. Happy St. Patrick's Day. If you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, rate us four or five stars. No, okay, five <laughs> stars. <laughs> Literally rate us five stars or nothing at all, it, please. It, <laughs> it helps us a ton. Um, if you guys are watching on... <laughs> I feel like we're a good... We're a four-star podcast for sure. That's what I like to think. And you know what? Four stars is good. That's a B. Rate us high stars, please. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, then leave comments below and make sure you subscribe and press the little bell button so you guys actually get our notifications when we release episodes on Mondays. Mm-hmm. What Alex said. Also, we have a Patreon and sometimes we don't say it. So if you didn't know, now you know. Um, on Fridays, we drop a whole other episode and we kind of just like continue the conversation about what we talked on Mondays. So check it out and support us there if you'd like. That's all. Love you guys. Have a great week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Sorry, Lily. Oh, wait, Lily. Okay, we have to do the ad now. Um, can you insert this right after song of the day, what we're wearing? Yeah, but the only thing is, is that wait, so she can hear you. Okay.